Hello, friends. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelor recap podcast hosted by an interracial best friend duo in the world. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy Jr. With me, as always, Alex Bradford. AB, how's it going, man? Excellent. How about yourself? Yeah. Yep. Oh, pretty good. I just took a uh, allergy pill, so God knows where this is going to end <laughs> up. Uh, AB, I was informed the other day that two episodes I forgot to include the our beautiful intro song. Did you notice that? Did you listen? I listened. I didn't notice that, though. Okay. Well, shortly after I was informed of that, I stumbled across... This is a convoluted story that's kind of weird unless you did what I did, but I was stumbled across the New York Times, the New York Magazine, not New York Times, New York Magazine is celebrating their 50th anniversary. I, I browse the web once in a while. They're one of the web zones. I take a look at it every now and then. They got good articles. I New like York to read Magazine. them. I'm a reader. New York Magazine. Okay. And I was, uh, I, I clicked on the link. I'm like, I want to see what this book's all about because it's fucking big. It's one of those like give, you know, holiday gift giving books. It's, it's 500 pages and it's got the whole history and all this. Sure. So I clicked on it and then I clicked on a, not only did I click on this random article, not only did I scroll down and read a little bit of it, but I clicked on the promo video for it. I was like, I want to see what's going on in this. <laughs> so let me see the inside of this book. I mean, I don't care. I'm not getting this book. Okay. And I don't want this book if anyone's thinking about getting it for me. So I'm still clicking through it. I'm, uh, I watched this video and the the video, the background music is our song, AB. Well, I'll be damned. What are the what odds mean, of that? Is it ours? Is it our, what's the what's the situation with the song? Is it ours? So we don't know. We don't own it. We we basically lease it. You can pay like varying amounts of so we money can't sue. for certain levels of no no no. But I mean, what are what are the odds? Like I the, I, I found that song by going to a random music website and like digging through. <laughs> I searched like wedding and it was like page nine. You know what I mean? What, just crazy, crazy. Incredible. I was just sitting there like, what the fuck's going on? This is the Rosecast <laughs> theme song. <laughs> anyway, AB, a lot of, uh, a lot of parenting issues in this latest. Well, first we should tell people if this is their first introduction to the Rosecast. Right now we're recapping Emily Maynard's season in an effort to get to know Ari, the next bachelor. We're on episode five. Five. A lot of parenting issues came to the forefront, if you want to describe it that way. Emily got uh, Emily got a little heated defending the her daughter's honor, mm-hmm. essentially, and attacking. I'd say right now there's only one, but the, I, I think more will fall by the wayside as this issue goes on during the season. But we're halfway through. Hey, but you got any comments before we get started, before we make our way to London Town? No, I'd rather touch on it when we get to that part. We start in London, AB. I tell you what, we got to get to London. We got to get to London. That's a fact. That's exactly London. what I was thinking. Got to get oh, to London. Like, it looks sounds, beautiful. Looks beautiful. A lot of history. I'm history. in on London. I'll tell yeah. you what. Oh, yeah. There's 10 guys left. Chris Harrison meets with the fellas in Trafalgar Square, and he announces three dates, a group date and two one-on-one dates. The one-on-one date card, the moment we've all been waiting for, Goes to Sean. Wow. Big Daddy cool. Big Daddy smooth, but not in a gross way. Just yeah. like big. I'll call him Big Daddy genuine. Let me write that down. That's going to be the episode. Yeah, the- <laughs> big Daddy genuine. Uh, what do you got on this date a little bit, AB? They, they start off on the double-decker bus. Uh, knocked out the first ki- their first kiss at the scene of William and Kate's first public kiss. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, again, we just got to get to London. It, when they go places like this, I realize I haven't done shit in my life. No. In my sorry-ass life. <laughs> I haven't done anything. I went to Indianapolis once. <laughs> yeah, that's like... <laughs> Remember what I'm at. Big trip was, at, was to Indy. <laughs> fucking get maybe um, get out somewhere, get a little cultured, Reminabe. Yeah, maybe fucking pathetic. learn something in your life. It's Check pathetic. out some other cultures. Come on. I've been wanting to go to Vancouver, but nobody's nobody's <laughs> trying to go. Nobody's trying to go with me. Hey, interesting timing here with this London episode. We're gonna barely talk about the Bachelor, the events of this episode, <laughs> I realize. But hey, you excited for the big royal wedding coming up, baby, in the spring? You a royal wedding guy? No, you'll <laughs> not like at it. all. Get into it. No, get into it. You'll like it this time around. You missed the first one. This next one. Who's is getting married? Money. Prince, Prince Harry. Prince, Harry. Okay. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. I am a Prince Harry guy, though. That's interesting. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like his look. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, I think Maybe we've that's... talked about this before. Maybe on the Rimcast, the our other wildly successful podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I think we talked about how little I know about the royal family. One thing that piqued my interest in this episode of The Bachelorette, Emily said, and I know she was wrong about this, but she was talking about, <laughs> I can't remember where they were, but uh, were they at Buckingham Palace or something? Yeah, sure. So she no, was there. But yeah, they weren't there. <laughs> they were at one of the palaces. She said, like that, yeah. she said, this is where Queen Elizabeth works. No. Oh, she said works. <laughs> isn't Queen Elizabeth? I don't want to shit on the royalty, but isn't she like ninety and cl clearly not working anymore? No, she's here's here's what's okay. Now I laughed because of the way you said that. There's actually, if you want to go into the history, there's a TV show. I forgot what it's called. My sister watches it and loves it. It it's all about like Queen Elizabeth's history. And like she was like out there like fucking I think she fought in a war. I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth like <laughs> fought in a war like 65 years ago. But obviously now she's not doing all Queen Elizabeth does now is just pop shit off and like stir shit up. Like Queen Elizabeth <laughs> is not out here grinding away doing any kind of work. All right, period. <laughs> but yeah, that was a little little misstep by everybody. Yeah. Anyway, before we get into a straight up royal family talk, let's go back to the house. All right, Kaylin, Ari, and Jeff. One of these things is not like the other. They're back at the hotel, ball and hotel as usual, and they're talking about wanting to go on more dates or whatever with Emily. Mm -hmm. Kalen, my editorial comment here, in my eyes, he's jealous that he hasn't had as much one-on-one -on -one time with Emily and clearly upset about falling behind these two in particular, says mm -hmm. this, A.B. You got to realize if you become every, every impression that I do now has that that tinge of Ryan in it. Yeah. <laughs> so I might just say it in Ryan's voice. You got to realize if you become part of her life, every date's going to be a group date. It's going to be you, her, and Ricky. Okay, this wasn't a tinge of Ryan. That's all Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I just went full Ryan. I went full Ryan. AB, <laughs> I mean, this was the first of a couple comments from Caitlin that Actually, this isn't the first because he said that other thing about her talking last time around. Mm -hmm. What do you what do you make of Kalen going out of his way to shoot himself in the foot here? You could kind of tell at the start of this episode this was going to be the one where Kalen goes off the rails completely. He's so jealous, and he's 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 to that point of jealousy where he's going to act like he doesn't even want what he's yeah. there. Like he doesn't want Emily anymore. That's what he's acting like at this point. Like you you guys got to realize when you one of you wins. That <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Like I don't even want that. It's gonna be a group date forever, 
And he says multiple comments like that where he's clearly making it. He's distancing himself from Emily to make it so when he gets sent home, which is clearly coming because he hasn't got any time with her, uh, that he didn't care anyways. Yeah, it's classic. Good analysis there from A.B., the expert. What's especially interesting about this comment is because Kalen himself was raised by a single mother. Ari and Jeff were a little put off by that, A.B., but they didn't, like, throw Kalen off the balcony like they should have. No, they didn't throw hands. (laughs) I would have thrown hands. I don't know about you. (laughs) I mean, at least I would have collar grabbed him and thrown him up against the wall, at least. Also, first I would have laughed because it was kind of funny. It was a funny funny comment. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) You're going to have a group date the rest of your life. I'd be like, "Ah, okay, because she has a kid. Then we would (laughs) have got to scuffle it. (laughs) That's a good one, Kalen, but hold up. You're talking about my girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah. All right, back on the one-on-one date with Sean. Kind of weird. They like stumbled across like this this very London situation, which is like civil political debate on soapboxes. It was like a corner. It was a Toastmasters club, Rim. I'm unfamiliar with that. What you don't is know that? Toastmasters club? I, I just told you I don't know what it is. So no, I don't. It's a. What is it? It's like some big businesses have it where you go and you basically do speeches it's like a speech class after college so you can sign like i could have signed up at my job for toastmasters and they would give me a topic and then i'd give a speech it's to get better at public speaking oh okay for like giving presentations and yeah for business presentations and stuff yep never signed up obviously because i'm terrified of public speaking yeah, well, I don't, I don't blame you there. Uh, I didn't know that was a normal thing. If you are a listener and you're, you have experience with Toastmasters clubs, let us know. <laughs> this is not, this is not a good uh, listener interaction thing. What I'm going to say anyway, just because I went through the effort to pull up the the text line here, AB, which I don't normally do. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Anyway, Sean didn't want to do it. He's like you. Sean had no interest in doing this public speaking, but he gave a pretty good speech about about love, right? I mean, what did you think of the speech? Pretty good, right? He did a great Sean job. He, he projected himself real well. He did a good job out there with that speech. I, me personally, I would have completely froze and I would have been sent home on the spot from London. Wow. All right. AB, co-host of a podcast, can't speak in public. Interesting. <laughs> uh, the actual content of the speech I found to be... Uh, nonsense. I mean, no, the crowd la- didn't give a shit. They it were talking about lacking. politics. <laughs> it, was it was lacking. lacking. Yeah, like, talking about how he really wants to find... He's talking about love that he's never felt before. And I'm I talking about I love. <laughs> I would have booed. That's one thing we got to do is we got to go to a taping or a situation where we can get in, be extras on this show and like, fuck it up. I would really like <laughs> to do that. <laughs> One-on-one date with Sean, nighttime. They're at a prison. Some prison in London Tower. Here's the thing. We really want to go to London, but I, I'm not going to remember all these these names of these castles and shit. You know what I mean? I've been to Ireland, been in a bunch of castles. I don't know what any of them were. I kissed the Blarney Stone. I know that. You can't take that away from me, AB. <laughs> Some white people shit. <laughs> Going upside down and kissing a stone. Well, Nothing that's fucking it. whiter than <laughs> a, the sentence, I kissed the Blarney Stone. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty white. No doubt about it. Not even gonna... It takes like t- an hour and a half to like climb up this old ass castle. Too. Castles are so old that like I'm too wide for the stairs. You know what I mean? People in the old days were like 140 pounds so it was tough anyway uh king henry the eighth emily drops this knowledge locked up some of his wives in this prison and even beheaded two of them and i'll tell you what ab in 2017 you can't go around beheading women when they say things you don't like that wouldn't fly today i'll tell you what 
she asked Sean, you know, do you got any bombs to drop him? You got any big things to reveal? And maybe what you see is what you get with this guy. Would you would you make of this uh, nighttime date at the, in the prison? She's into Sean Rim. She's really into him. I I don't think the connection is quite there though between them. Something something's missing. I think she's into him. She likes his look. She likes his style. But something isn't isn't completely clicking with these two. It just seemed Sean's a good listener and a good talker and a good looking dude. But I think he's also dumb as a box of rocks. You think he's <laughs> no. dumb? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think he's dumb. That that's strong words coming from you, the number one Sean fan in the game, though. I know, I know. All right, back at the house. Group date card, Chris, Ari, Ryan, Doug, Alejandro, Travis, John, and Kalen, which means Jeff gets a one-on-one date and Kalen is suicidal. You, about this? <laughs> you could see the look in Kalen's eyes. He's about to blow this shit up. <laughs> I mean, his, his treating women like garbage stick hasn't really worked thus far. His I don't care about this bit hasn't worked thus far, and now he's not even getting the attention he wants. I mean... The beginning of the end. Okay, let's go back to the castle. Emily tells Sean she wants a lot, a lot of kids, A.B. Hey, she's not messing around with him. No. Her, these dates are basically, okay, let's hang out, do something fun during the day, but then I'm then I'm going to gauge how many children you want, and then I'm going <laughs> to pick the guy who wants the most children. Which, spoiler alert, she picks Jeff from Utah. What do you know? A lot of kids in Utah. Stereotypes, A.B. Playing to lean into them. They're good. You got anything on the kiss? Stand on top of a castle over in looking London. Pretty, uh, pretty obvious place for their... Okay, no? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special. Nothing special. All right, well, kind of Sean's first uh, one-on-one date, and the two big Sean guys are were bored by it. Yeah. He's not impressed. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Good for you. All right, A.B., Under the group date, Shakespeare's birthplace. They're going to be doing some scenes from Romeo and Juliet. The guys are going to suck at this, A.B. Did you think anyone was going to be good at this? I thought there'd be a couple standouts, and then a couple that, and then the rest were, would be trash. One of the standouts was Travis. Yeah. The guy puts on Travis a show. Travis was good. The guy puts on a show. The guy's got that it factor. He's got... I feel like Travis is would probably make it to Las Vegas in America's Got Talent. And it would be <laughs> because he's like a magician or something. Like, Travis just has stage presence. You know Travis, what I mean? Travis won himself a rose by his performance in this. I'll tell you that oh, right now. Period. Period. Uh, Kalen taking it a little big shocker, a little... He says he's taking it extremely seriously. Okay. Not seriously, extremely seriously. And then Emily immediately follows that up with, I want a guy who doesn't take himself too seriously. So as you can tell, the rails are coming apart. <laughs> Kalen's zigging when everyone else is zagging, but he's zigging right off the whole map here, A.B. Yep. What do you got on Kalen? Uh, Kalen's what? I'm losing track here. Fourth or fifth incredibly rude thing he said? <laughs> To Emily, <laughs> you can run along. Just kind of shoes her away, B. The, the, you gotta remember, Kalen, that these group dates are still about finding time for Emily. So you don't want to shoo her away because you need to learn your lines. Like if you mess up your lines, that's fine. It's better to get time with her. 
not even mystery the pickup artist would have you know how you remember mystery the pickup artist no. have i used this have i done this I before you don't remember is. mystery the pick you don't know what that is no. are you kidding me oh my god you gotta yeah google mystery the pickup artist you should watch that show ab there's a show on vh1 <laughs> called the pickup artist where this fucking creepazoid would teach these nerds how to pick up chicks in one of the angle there are two things i remember about this show Number one, Mystery was like an ugly dude, but he just wore a bunch of shit. Like he wore a, a velvet, like a fur top hat, really tall fur black top hat, and a bunch of like. <laughs> you see, did you see a picture of him? Now? No, he wore a bunch of shit on his wrists because like wearing a bunch of shit in layers and stuff was supposed to make women interested in you and then the other angle he had was like you basically treat women like garbage and that's how that's how you get them to like you and I think Kaylin was probably probably a contestant on that show. Who is this guy? <laughs> that whole thing would have hit a lot better if you knew who I was talking I'm about. You'd have been at laughing the whole time. You should watch the series. You'd love it. It's crazy. It would, again, that would never fly today, and it was like six years ago. All right, AB, before you get too distracted, you're just going to have to research mystery on your own time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to keep it moving here. <laughs> you got to keep moving. Uh, what would you think of Ari's performance? He's pretty nervous. Uh, no, Ari did pretty good once he got out there. Once the, he, before he got out to actually do it, and when he was practicing, looked like it was going to be a disaster for Ari. But then once lights came on, he got into the he what was he a grandma or something? He got into the old woman, a nurse, something uh, like that. Yeah. He got into the character. You know, it was weird to see someone who performs the highest level of his professional sport, be nervous about yeah. doing a joke play in front of like two dozen moms and dads. Mm -hmm. Like, relax, are you going to be fine? Yeah. Hey, what do you know, Rim? Emily stinks again. She was the worst performer <laughs> out of all of them. So just to she in was case sick. you're not she, keeping voice track. She was gone. Okay, yeah. whatever. In case you're not keeping track, she's the worst singer, the worst dancer, and now the worst actor. Honestly, if if you want to get if, if you want to be blunt, like what are Emily's talents? What are Emily's qualities outside? Take away like being a great mom, which is a great thing. Good, her personality's great, don't you think? Personality's pretty good. She, you know, we especially saw like edgy Emily come out when she was giving Kaylin the business. But yeah. like, what I mean, I mean, in terms of like stuff that would get her to Las Vegas on America's Got Talent, like you said before, she doesn't have any of that. But well, not, not a lot interested. of people do. I need a hidden talent. <laughs> I need I mean, a world-class talent. The, here, like, you can be a bad actress, but I didn't think, I think she didn't even get into it. Like, she was, she, she wasn't into the performance. No, she didn't care. It's like, you're the one who sets this shit up. You've got to be the one at least, <laughs> at least there should be you, you know, into <laughs> it. And, yeah, interested in what you're doing. We saw that on the the next one on one date too, where she was basically like, "This is dumb. Let's just blow this <laughs> yeah. joint." Uh, all right, eight. Last part about this group date daytime. Ryan got to kiss Emily. He was the lone guy who got to kiss Emily. One of the Shakespeare's. In my opinion, there is no doubt Emily closed her eyes and pretended it was someone else. Possibly Sean. <laughs> probably Ari. No doubt in my mind, AB. Hey. I'll tell you, can we talk about how Emily's spreading whatever sickness she has around? Yeah, good, yes. Good. What That's the hell's the going on you, here, Rim? What the hell's going on here? She's got, like, during the, Sean, during the Sean date, she, yeah, she, she can't talk. Whatever she has is very contagious. At least, at the very least, you give the guys like, and I'm sick, don't kiss me, you know, yeah, one of those. Yeah. And then they still kiss you, but that's then their choice. She didn't sure. do any of that. She just no. let all these guys kiss her and get fucking mono.
Great point. One thing I know, Dr. Rim, if your voice is messed up, whatever you have is contagious. Oh, yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Throat stuff, that'll spread like wildfire. I'll tell you what. All these guys in the house got strep throat after this. <laughs> I really want someone on the next episode to be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> All right, group date, nighttime at the pub, AB. Ari and Emily get some one-on-one time. You know, we've seen we've seen it before. We'll see it again. Here's how it goes. Three sentences connecting about the day, and then boom, making out. Bing, Make bang, out boom. Session. Ari, the best in the biz at what he does. So let's keep it moving. <laughs> Maybe I have a question. Ryan said he had a surprise for Emily, which turned out, which I thought initially was just going behind a curtain. I thought that was like, a, in yeah, Ryan's sure. mind, a good surprise. I was like, okay, this numbskull. But it was actually a necklace. My question for you is, can they do that? Can they give uh, gifts like that? Never seen that in my entire life, but it, ooh, it was smooth. It worked like a charm. I'm back on the Ryan trade. Let's get to the Kalen part, though. Chris mentions that Kalen said something about baggage mm-hmm. with regards to Emily, implying that Ricky is baggage. Mm-hmm. AB, what do you make of this? I mean, that's a as a parent, are you ready to throw hands or are you just ready to the, shoo this guy off to the side? <laughs> Put yourself here's, in Doug's shoes. Here's the thing, Rim. <laughs> a kid is baggage. Flat out. <laughs> but in her situation, she is the bachelor that or bachelorette. These people know they're going on to date her. So if you think of a kid as baggage instead of a, you know, a gift to you or a, a, blessing, a blessing, I think she sure. said. Yeah, blessing is the right way to put it. If you don't think of the kid as a blessing, then you shouldn't have came on the show. If you think of her as baggage, get out of here. What are you doing? What are you what are you doing? You're right. I think the Bachelorette contestants should have acted with nobility. Um, <laughs> sarcasm, sarcasm there. But isn't isn't it true that they are selected and they they apply for the show before they know who the Bachelorette is? Right. Probably. So like, yeah. if you're if you're a guy that doesn't want kids, like Caitlin clearly doesn't, and you go on and it's 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 Emily and she's got like a 13 year old or however old Ricky is. Wouldn't you be like, nah, this stinks. This I'm gonna not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really gonna try to win this. <laughs> I think that's probably what he did. But the, I mean, if you don't want kids, it is it is baggage. You sure. know, what having a kid would be baggage to you. But if you don't feel that, that way, that. don't come on there and also don't say that because it's yes. very offensive. It's pretty clear. AB, like you, Doug is ready to fight Kayla once he <laughs> hears this news. I mean, he's literally taking his jacket off and rolling up rolling his sleeves, his <laughs> rolling up his cuffs, ready to ready to give Caleb the he's, business. Here's the problem with fucking Doug. He's always making it about himself. He said yes. said something like calling Ricky baggage is like calling Austin baggage. Well, you know, Look, I imagine he'd say the same thing yeah, about Austin. Say that shit to your face, Doug. You think he gives a fuck? <laughs> Uh, so Doug brings it up with Kalen. Kalen says, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, not going to apologize for it. I mean, you got to admire Kalen's <laughs> stick to it. not going to apologize for is <laughs> That's the best way to go out. Yeah, I said it. He wasn't even taken aback when it was brought up to him. He goes, no. yeah, not going to apologize. No, not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> How fast he said that lets you know that he knew what he said it was wrong, but, and he knew that he was going to get questioned about it. 
And he was ready. He was ready. He said, baggage has a negative connotation. Yeah, uh, yeah it does. <laughs> when you call another person's <laughs> child baggage, that's going to be perceived negatively. So Doug tells Emily, now, A.B., normally we'd mock someone for snitching. We always do. We always say, like, it's it's the friend. If you're a contestant who tells the lead, so-and-so did this, you're, you're kind of – you're more of their friend than, like, their romantic interest. Usually they keep you around until they get all the dirt, and then once the dirt's done with, they boot you off. But in this situation, I think it's completely warranted yeah. for Doug to tell Emily I agree. this. Like, this crosses into a more personal line. Not like, oh, Kaylin was a jerk to this other – he said this – this was this serious enough to this take isn't, to her. This isn't little petty stuff you usually get, you know, the the he said, she said type of stuff. This was something that she needed to know immediately to get this snake out of the house. Yeah. Now, Emily, this is where her personality comes out a little bit more. She says, I want to go out there and rip his limbs off and beat him with them, which is a level of violence I didn't think she could even imagine, let alone, <laughs> let alone say. And I want to go West Virginia hood rat backwards on his ass, A.B. Hell the yeah. real Emily came out when you came out, Ricky. Hell yeah. What'd you make of the uh, the confrontation in front of the group? Emily calling out Kaylin in front of everyone. Not pulling off to the side in front of everyone. No. Let's fucking handle this shit right now in front of everybody. Did you say this? Do you have anything to say for yourself? And Kaylin, <laughs> <laughs> again, owned it. She reversed the line. She topsy-turvied that motherfucker, AB, and gave him the line that he said to her the other day. I'd love to hear you talk, but not until I'm done. Mm-hmm. My impression to Kalen here was that he would he's got a future in politics. I mean, he really <laughs> tried to weasel out of that situation. He's he a terrible human being, and he almost, I mean, he almost talked his way out of it, really. I mean, there was a moment where Emily was like, God, he might be spin-zoning me out of here. Let's just, we got to nip this in the bud. We got to stop talking about this. <laughs> Let's move on to the Jeff and Emily one-on-one date. Editorial note, Jeff, great style. The gray wool blazer, elbow patches. Big guys like me, they can't rock elbow patches. That's a that's a for slight body types, and he was rocking them. Khaki chinos, skinny navy tie, navy pocket square. Good stuff. Summer wedding style for the tea and crumpets in London. I loved it. Mm-hmm. What'd you make of the etiquette date? Another thing Emily stunk at. <laughs> she doesn't play along with anything. And maybe she's sick and doesn't want to really be here for any of this. But still, come on. Pull it together. I'll tell you what. Leaving early was not good etiquette. I don't, I don't even was, like the, the idea of a bit. That was fucking that. I was rude. Aff- I was offended. That lady's taking time out of her day to teach them etiquette. And then they just dip on her without saying a word. Come Unacceptable. On. Unacceptable. I didn't like that whatsoever. Um, but they did go to a real bar with people around, like a real date, which I really liked. Great change of pace, AB. We I love when they go real, real dates. Yep. I do too. It, it needs to be like, honestly, every one-on-one date should be daytime. You do something real with people around and then nighttime you have the romantic dinner. I don't want that. Don't, don't rent stuff out in the daytime, in my opinion. Speaking of nighttime. What'd you make of Jeff's handling of this one-on-one date, AB? You in or out about... If if you were watching this as if it were in real time, are you in or out on Jeff after this date? I'm very in. Okay. Why? Seems like a, why are you out? 
You submit your question, yeah, but like just, you're out. I'm just, I'm just hosting a podcast here. You don't know my opinions yet. You <laughs> tell me yours, and I'll share mine. That's how this is gonna go. Why are you out? Why are you in? I think yeah. he seems like a very respectful guy. He hasn't mm-hmm. kissed her yet, even though he's obviously a front runner, and she's begging for it. He, he he's got something about like how he talks. He's super like soft spoken. I love everything about the guy. Maybe I'm gonna have to disagree with you. What do you got against Jeff? Well, I'm suspicious of anyone who ever says the words, I will never lie to you. That's something liars say. <laughs> I will, making the promise that I will never lie to you just seems a little suspicious. He's talking a lot. He's telling Emily how great of a dad he would be for Ricky, but I, I, the specificity with which he speaks about being a the, the parent to someone who, whom he's never met, like, what if Ricky sucks? Like, that's what these guys aren't considering is what if Ricky's a little shithead? You don't know that. You've never met her yet. So don't go talking about how you're going to have dance parties singing into combs. What are you talking about? You don't know who this person is yet. <laughs> it seemed It just felt a little hollow to me. That's all I'm saying. Watch out for Jet, folks. <laughs> He gets the rose, like you mentioned. He got the kiss. Editorial note, folks. Some moderate tongue involved here. A little borderline not safe for work amount of tongue from both <laughs> sides, which is new, which is new for Emily, I think. She was, she really wanted to kiss Jeff. She has been. So it's been building up. Okay, cocktail party. Moving right along. There's no rhyme or reason when I play that drop. It keeps people on their toes, I suppose. That, that one kind of fits, because these boys were put on the hot seat room. It was tense. It was tense in the room. Mm-hmm. Because they know Emily is about to grill them <laughs> on what Kalen said. And we didn't mention this earlier, but Emily's pissed that the guys didn't come to her earlier Yeah, about his attitude. Basically, everyone's in trouble. Like every, It felt like... The teacher's back, and she heard which uh, she heard how the class acted yesterday when there was a sub in town. <laughs> like she's pissed. Why didn't you guys tell me this? Why didn't you tell me? She that? was also mad that no one like stood up for her in the moment too when she was yelling that came in. Kayla, nobody. I think oh, she okay. expected someone to, you know, what? Kick take his her ass? side. No, not kick his ass necessarily, but they all just sat there quiet. Okay, I didn't pick up on that, but that makes sense in retrospect because the, some of the guys made the comment, Ari in particular said like, well, you seem like you're kind of handling it. Exactly. Like you didn't need anybody, which, yep. is the way, which is the thing to say if she's mad at you for not standing up. Yep. I, honestly, kind of weird that Emily would even be upset about this because, I don't know, you got like nine guys in the room. They can't all be like coming to your aid. You only need one, really. And there's not one. I think she wanted a, you know, a pitchforks killing the witch situation <laughs> where they just ran Kalen out of town. <laughs> Have you ever seen The Crucible? No. Check it out. It's about the old Salem witch trials. Check it out. Good film. Good flick. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Ari, I thought, gave a reasonable explanation, especially given the context you just provided for why he didn't say anything. He didn't want to spend the little time they have together talking about someone else. I think that's a pretty decent way to get out of that. I don't know, Rim. Oh, I didn't okay. like it. Ari, Ari got caught with his pants down. He's one of the first people that heard some stuff from Kalen like, like a couple days ago. He should have. He should have told her. That's true. All right. Yeah, I'm on your side down. What do you think of Ryan's one on one time? This guy seems to be. He's like in his own little world. How does he like, get out of everything? 
somehow she's having all these tough conversations with everyone else and then somehow ryan doesn't he was there and he didn't get any he just got out of it and did like a romeo and juliet scene and got a major kiss yeah he's like a front runner out of nowhere i don't understand how he he, that that downtown southern or down south southern charm well and he's pulling like good He's pulling like high school stunts. Like these are stunts that he's pulling <laughs> yeah, with the with gimmicks. the Shakespeare down below, and then like the let's go behind the curtain, babe, and give her a a, a necklace little, from like the silver spider. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our Iowa City fans, local stone store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she goes turquoise is my favorite color. He goes, I know, and there's no fucking way he knew that. <laughs> Hey, Ryan's no just lucking out, I swear. <laughs> really I just is. I thought he was gonna catch the same tough conversation that somehow he gets nothing and gets a kiss out of it. He's lucking out because remember like two episodes ago he, he had to deal with telling her that he needs to be like be in the, she needs to like be in the kitchen or something, and it it basically like was like Rainex, just the the when it <laughs> slid right off him. <laughs> Teflon Ryan. But, you know, it went really well, but this is Emily's reaction to the camera. She says, I hate myself for saying this, but I kind of find myself liking him more Starting and more. like old Ryan. That's, hey, hey I, I say that to myself as I'm watching it. Like, I hate Ryan, but I'm starting to like the guy. <laughs> He's playing the game. Well, I don't know, Emily. Maybe in the wake of Kalen Gate, you'll be you'll start to, like, follow your gut a little more and not be like, well, I hate myself for liking Ryan, but here I am. Like, maybe be a little more discerning. <laughs> Rose ceremony. <laughs> Jeff and Sean, two clear frontrunners, both have roses from their one-on-one dates. The roses go to Doug, Ryan, Chris, not much Chris this episode. Nope. John. Travis. Not stunning. And stunning the Travis Scott one? Yeah. Well, no, he's not, he's really outgoing. He had fun with it. I mean, Travis is the friend you keep around. Travis True. is this year's Alexis. Okay. And last but not least, Ari. Which means AB was dead wrong about Alejandro last episode. He went home. What? That man is gone. What's going on? He didn't <laughs> get a hometown. Listen, I remember Alejandro going deep. What is happening? Was he on another season? I don't, I don't understand. Know. I don't know if there's another guy that reminds me of him or something. Uh, I was dead wrong, folks. <laughs> Side note. You were dead wrong about that. I was dead wrong in making fun of his hometown, Medellin. Colombia. I made a Narcos joke in the first episode. Yeah, I remember. I googled Ari, or excuse me, I googled Alejandro. He actually survived a terrorist kidnapping when he was a child in Medellin. Not funny, Rim, to make a Narcos joke given those circumstances <laughs> of his life. Listen, Alejandro Andy killed- beat cancer. You're telling- Andy beat cancer. This AB. Alejandro you're talking about? <laughs> yes. Why didn't he bring any of this up? He'd be still there right now. They'd be married. Of course. Of course. And he's like a you successful entrepreneur. The bullets in his gun didn't, didn't leave the chamber for him. Is that the right yeah. terms for guns? Yes. I don't no, know. Yeah, you I did don't know. A couple of gun guys. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right terms. Yeah. He, he <laughs> beat the cancer. In the he survived a kidnapping. Sounds like, he, sounds like he had three or four major bullets he could have let go. Yeah, exactly. Wow. She likes Jeff, but what has Jeff got? What is Jeff? What do you know about Jeff? That's a story that makes you the next Bachelor. Like, what are yeah. you doing, Alejandro? Well, he put on some LBs, but yeah, Alejandro should have been the next Bachelor. We didn't get to see the guy. He deserved a lot more screen time. Sad. I think that's his fault. 
Truthfully. Anything else on this Rose ceremony? He might, he might be too nice of a guy. He was only 24 at the time. He was young, never really had a shot. The, the dads in the group were probably pushing him around. Doug. <laughs> Anything else on this episode, AB? We're down to uh, nine guys? No, eight. Yep, eight guys. Who are the contenders in your eyes? In Jeff, order? Ari, and Sean. And Ryan. Okay. Well, that's... D- okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dumb question for me to even ask. We know how they end up. Why would I go, ooh, who's, who do you think is going to win? We here's know the, who's going to win. Here's the interesting thing. I don't remember who gets second, but I do remember one thing. This season, the ending of it is so anticlimactic on how she ends up picking who she picks. Oh, like, I think she might send both people home. There's something that happens. I remember being very disappointed in it where there's – I don't think – I think the person that wins – uh, Jeff, he ends up like there by himself on the last dates. It's weird. Oh, so you're saying like Jeff ends up? It's not your normal. It's not your normal. Two people come and give the proposal, and she turns one down. It's not that. Well, spoiler alert. Stay I can't remember exactly what happens. <laughs> can't remember exactly what happens, and I don't remember who the second who got runner up either. I don't even remember. Um, all right. Well, that's a bummer. I, w- I wish you wouldn't have told me that, but you know, things happen <laughs> on <laughs> live recordings. Um, anyway, that's all we got. Pretty good episode, I thought. I, I very much enjoyed the Kalen meltdown. I wish she could have stayed longer. I think in today's day and age, when a villain does something like that, the producers would have kept him around longer because seeing, like, imagine seeing what Kalen did episode. This episode, and then him getting a rose, like, the next week, you gotta tune in to see how yeah. that goes down. But, anyway, uh, that's all we got for you. Thanks for listening, as always. To the Rosecast, if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. When I don't write down this closing bit, it's it's, <laughs> in the end, it's meandering. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe on Google Play also, a little something called Pumping Up the Numbers. And if you have some time, maybe leave a review on on one of those two things and share with your friends. Who knows? Spread the word, folks. It's just one of those things. It's the, it's the season of giving. Tis the season, right? Maybe what's, uh, what's your favorite uh, Christmas song? Uh, it's Merry Christmas by NSYNC. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <That's easy. laughs>